All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to This Week in Rifle on Aiming for Tense Podcast. Harley, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Weather's nice. It's warming up a little bit, but there's another cold front coming this weekend, so it should cool us back down a little bit. Absolutely. What an exciting week in rifle. It really has been. There's a lot of matches to cover. Um, a lot of a lot of things to talk about tonight, honestly. Absolutely, and the scores are just unbelievable, really. I mean, we saw records broke. We saw lots of uh, personal best. Um, do you want to do NCA first, or do you want to do uh, the President's match? Let's talk about the President's match. All right. So the President's Cup was a selection of shooters from around the world. It was an invite only. It was held in Warclaw, Poland, November the 3rd through the 12th, the 10th. We will touch on the Americans who shot that match and their scores and their placings. We're not gonna go through the whole list of all the international shooters. So in men's air rifle- Hold on. So I actually think the top 12 athletes were invited in the, in the world. Okay. Um, I want to say that's kind of how they were chosen, but I could be wrong. So let's go ahead and talk about that match. So men's in men's air rifle, we had Will Shaner and Lucas Kaczynski representing the United States. Uh, Will came in fifth with a 632.9, and Lucas was in 12th with a 526.9. No, uh, 626.9. Did I say 526? Five, five, yes. My bad. Lucas Kaczynski was 12th with a 626.9. Women's Air Rifles saw Allie Weiss and Mary Tucker. Allie came in 4th with a 629.9. This is qualifying. Um, and Mary Tucker came in 6th with a 629.4. In the semifinal, they went to the new format this year, and I'm not going to get into how that worked because I'm still studying it and trying to figure it out myself. So they went to a point system where each shot earns a point. So Mary Tucker earned 24 points, and Allie was tied for the second and third spot with 20 points. Um, I will note that... Allie's total score was higher than anybody, but because of the points. So in the old format, Allie would have won that semifinal match. So Mary moved to the gold medal match and she walked away with the bronze medal in the air rifle. <clears throat> we did not have any men's 3P competing from the US. Women's 3P saw Mary Tucker and Sajin Madalena Mary qualified with a 591 and 34 center shots. Sajin had a 588 with 30. In the semifinal, Mary was in second with 33 points and Sajin was in third. Both of them moved to the gold medal match. And if you did not watch that final finals match, you missed a good one. Sajin walked away with the gold medal, and Mary walked away with silver. 
like I said, I don't really know how the um, finals match work. I mean, I, I kind of understand it. You get a point. Whoever wins each shot gets two points. But it was very exciting. It went back and forth, back and forth between Sajin and Mary. And uh, Sajin finally ended it with the last shot. So that is the President's Cup. I believe that, that makes Sajin the number one shooter, three-position woman shooter in the world at this point. So I did just get confirmation. The President's Cup is the top 12 in the world, and it is an invite-only match. So um, you can't just kind of sign up and go. You have to be invited. Good. And Sage and Madalena is number five in the world rankings um, for that event. Okay. Nice. Thanks for clearing that up. Okay, so before we get to the college matches, we... No, let's not do that. So, Harley, let's move on to the NCAA matches of the weekend. There were quite a few this weekend, and... Some exciting results. There were a lot of exciting results. So my favorite part of our episodes is noting the scores over a 4,700. So a few weeks ago, I mentioned 4,800 is is the highest you can get. That's everyone shoots perfect score in both events. So shooting a 4,700 or above is a pretty big deal. So this past weekend, we had nine scores above of 4,700. The University of Alaska Fairbanks had two of those. University of Kentucky had two of those. West Virginia University had two. Murray State, TCU, and Air Force all had one above of 4,700. So really awesome. We're going to get into their scores here in a few minutes when we talk about their individual matches. Um, And we will also talk about some other exciting records once we get to those matches. (laughs) Very nice, and like I said, the, the, the scores just continue to climb, and, and it's unbelievable what we're seeing right now on the NCAA front. Um, I don't where does it stop, Harley? I mean, I don't know. I think we are going to keep seeing a climb and uh, maybe a little bit of a plateau in the next year or two, but, but yeah, I think. I think for the next few months, we're going to keep seeing a climate. And I think come March, it's going to be pretty, a pretty tough battle. Right. It, I'll tell you, it was, that was going to be my next statement was March's NCAA championship is going to be very exciting. Very exciting. Um, all right. So let's dive into the matches real quick, Carly. Okay. So the first match on November 12th was hosted by the Naval Academy, NC State, traveled over to or up to navy excuse me where navy had a 46.99 so they were almost at that 47 mark and nc state had a 46.72 so from navy michael zanti had a 586 in small board which was the top small board score of the weekend and addy burrow from nc state had a 596 so that was the top aerial score Michael Zanti, again from Navy, had an aggregate score of an 1181. So some really good shooting out there um, by both of those teams. Very nice. Next on the list was Alabama-Birmingham traveled to VMI and took on the VMI 
team and the VMI women's team. Alabama won that match with a 45-62 to VMI's 45-27 and VMI's women had a 43-82. Maggie Von Duro from Alabama Birmingham had a aggregate score of 11.48 and a 5.69 in small board to lead those two categories. And Christopher Hicks from VMI had a 5.84 to lead the air rifle standings. Okay, so another great match hosted by Navy on November 13th. So the next day, Alaska Fairbanks and NC State competed against each other at Navy. Alaska had a 47-34 to top NC State's 46-75. We've heard this name a few times already. Rylan Kissel had the top aggregate score with an 1187. He also had the top air rifle score with a 597. And Sarah Karasova from UAF had a 591 in small bores. So some really awesome, awesome. So some really awesome shooting by Alaska and NC State. Very nice. So next on the list, Army traveled down to West Virginia. West Virginia won that match with a 47-11. There's your one of your 4,700 scores. Army had a 46-59. Akahito Shimizu from West Virginia led the aggregate and air rifle scores with a 1183 aggregate and a 596 air rifle. Congratulations, that's a nice score. And Verena Zayasberger from West Virginia had a 590 in small board to lead the small board scores. Okay, so going down to the Citadel, North Georgia competed against both the Citadel co-ed team as well as the Citadel women's team, where North Georgia topped both or all three of those teams, actually, with a 46-21. Coming in very close behind them, the Citadel had a 46-15, and the Citadel women's team had a 43-64. Charlotte Welsh, which we've heard a few times already, and I think we're going to hear a few more times this year, from the Citadel had an aggregate score of an 1170. She also had a 583 in small bore, which topped that those rankings. Jaden Frazier from North Georgia had a 591 in air rifle. So they topped the air rifle scores for the weekend. Very nice. Next on the list was Georgia Southern traveled over to Jacksonville State. Jacksonville won that match with a 46-66. To Georgia Southern's 46.05, Ashley Judson from Georgia Southern led the air rifle and the aggregate score. She had an aggregate of 11.69 and a awesome air rifle score of 5.95. Kim Jettenberg from Jacksonville State led the small bore rankings with a 5.83. So awesome scores by them. Next we have the University of Kentucky and Murray State University, as well as Moorhead State, all competing at the University of Kentucky. Kentucky had a 47-33, which topped Murray State's 47-05, and Moorhead State came in with a 
Mary Stucker topped the aggregate scores with 1190. She also had the top air rifle score with a 597. And Will Shaner, her teammate also from Kentucky, had a 594 in small bore. So some really awesome shooting by both of those kids and all three of those teams. Very nice. Next on the list, we have UTEP and Nebraska traveled. Well, Nebraska traveled down to TCU. UTEP traveled up and over to TCU to compete against the Horn Frogs. The Horn Frogs won that match with a 47-02. Nebraska was second with a 46-77, and UTEP closed it out with a 45-90. Stephanie Grunso from TCU led the air rifle with a 594 and aggregate with an 1181. And Cecilia Osai from Nebraska had a 588 to lead the small board. Okay, so next we had a pretty big match with four teams competing at West Virginia. West Virginia topped all four of these teams with a 47-24. The Air Force Academy had a 47-03. The Ohio State University had a 46-72. <laughs> and Army came in with a 46-53. Natalie Perrin from West Virginia had an aggregate score of an 1184. Verena Seisberger from West Virginia had a 591 in small board. And Scott Rocket from Air Force had a 598 in air rifle. So congrats to those teams. Really great shooting. So next up on the list is Memphis traveled up to Kentucky to take on the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, Kentucky won that match with a 47-17. Memphis had a 46-58. And Will Shaner led small bore and aggregate with a 11.85 aggregate and a 5.89 small bore. And Mary Tucker shot a 5.97 to lead the air rifle standings. So I'm sure... Uh, Kentucky was happy to have Will and Mary back fresh off the President's Cup. Okay, so next, probably one of the most exciting matches of the weekend. University of Alaska Fairbanks and Navy competed at Navy. And Alaska not only had an NCAA aggregate record of a 47-49, but... They also had an NCAA small bore record of a 23.71. Navy had a 46.94, which is a really awesome score. Ryland Kissel from UAS had an aggregate score of an 11.90. It is incredible. Wow. He also the top air rifle score of a 5.98. And Sarah Karasova, also from UAS, Wow. Oh my gosh. She had a five ninety-six in small I I'm reading these scores and I am not even in disbelief. I'm just in, in shock. Like I this is crazy. Right. Um, so really congrats to that Alaska team. I I think we need to get Will and Randy back on here and talk about their fall semester because this is wild. It would probably be good. Also of note, Alaska had four Four of their small bore shooters shot 590 or above. 
And I don't know that that's ever happened either before. That's that's just unheard of. I mean, Harley, I was talking to one of our uh, coaches and telling her that when you were shooting, if somebody shot 590 in small bore, it was a great day. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I mean, 590 was an awesome uh, uh, small bore score. And, you know, 592 to 594 air rifle score was a high score. So it is just incredible, the scores that are coming out. And congratulations to Will and Randy at Alaska. I don't know what they're feeding those kids or, or what they're doing, but whatever it is, they're right. And and also of note, Harley didn't mention that this was a special match also because Will Will's dad is the coach at Navy. So um, it was father-son coaching, you know, competing against each other as coaches. So that was that had to be pretty special. And... Something else I read today was Will's grandfather also coached at Navy way back when. I, I forget the years, but so there's there's quite a bit of history there and on the coaching on the rifle coaching side. So again, congratulations to Will and Randy. That's just incredible. I could not be happier for them. So Harley, another exciting time this week was November the tenth began signing day for the High school, high school seniors to sign letters of intent to shoot with the rifle team. Yeah, I feel like my signing day was just yesterday, and I, I mean, it had to. I mean, it's been uh, seven years now, right? Twenty fourteen, fall of twenty fourteen is when I signed. So yeah, it's yeah. been seven years since I signed, um, and it feels like just yesterday. So. Well, I'm constantly reminded about it because the screen the screensaver on my iPad is our family picture at the signing uh -huh. table. So I look at it all the time. So, but it does. You're right. It does seem like yesterday, and it's such an exciting time. To and heck, I remember when you were signing. It was you know, the stress, not signing day. That was a relief, but the stress leading up to it and and the the not the, the fear of the unknown i guess is what it you know boiled down to was just right you know where am i going to sign where you know all that and so once you sign your letter of intent you can kind of enjoy the rest of your senior senior year i imagine yeah i remember actually um once i signed it was kind of around <laughs> lunchtime and then i went back to my classes um, and my teachers were like, what are you doing here? Um, you just signed your NLI. You can, can take the day off. <laughs> um, and I didn't know how to take that because, you know, I still had a whole semester and almost a half of a semester of my senior year left. So it's an exciting time. And I am excited to talk to Katie Zahn about her signing experience and her, a little bit about her career. Right. So Katie Zahn signed with TCU. Juliana Hayes signed with Ole Miss. Emma Rhodes signed with Nebraska. Sam Sparrow signed with Memphis. And Rachel Charles is going to add to that University of Alaska Fairbanks team. So that's all I saw that was posted. And I'm not going to, get, we won't go into who we think are still going to sign um, until it's official, officially made by the team on their Facebook pages or Instagram pages. That's where I got that information. So tonight we're going to talk to Katie Zahn and Juliana Hayes, both. We, I got 
uh, phone calls set up for, with both of them. So exciting times, and we will do Katie first. So let's go to the phone lines and get Katie on. All right, so on the phone we, tonight, we have Katie Zahn from Buffalo, North Dakota. Katie just signed her national letter of intent to shoot with TCU starting next fall, 2022 rifle season. Katie, welcome. Thank you, it's good to be here. Awesome. So Katie has a pretty impressive resume. I read on the TCU site that she holds 25 state records in North Dakota, 21 NRA records, 10 USA shooting national records, two CMP national records, and the list just keeps on going. Katie, that's amazing. Thank you. So yeah, it's, it's been quite the journey well, over the past 10 years. Tell us a little bit about that journey. How, how did you get started shooting and how did you end up where you're at now? Yeah, so um, about 10 years ago when I was seven or eight, my brother started shooting BB gun in our club area here in Buffalo, North Dakota. And I followed his footsteps and I kind of got going myself. And then about a year after I started BB gun, my coach pulled me up to air rifle. And then I shot that for a couple years and I really started enjoying it. And then my coach pulled me up to small bore and then I continued shooting that. And then every winter North Dakota has matches almost every weekend. So it's been a good way to get my feet on the ground and get going with that. And then when I was in third grade, I went to my first Junior Olympics in just air rifle. And for, I guess, eight years now in a row, maybe nine, I've gone every year. And it's been a great opportunity for me. And all my experiences since then has really grown my experiences, I guess. So That is so awesome to start so young and, and excel so quickly. What, and I know you put in a lot of work, is there anything else that, that has contributed to the success? Um, I would say just the consistency I have, um, not only with myself, but all the support I have around me. Um, my coach, Dan Gertz, he's, he's retired now, but he will drop anything to come help me out at the where we practice at my dad's shop and my parents support they are very gracious and yeah all the support around me has really contributed and it's helped me out a lot so that is wonderful that is wonderful so you have actually competed overseas quite a bit haven't you i have yep i've i've shot in um eight or nine international matches so tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, so in 2018, I went on my first one in South Korea. It was the Junior World Championships. Well, World Championships, and then there was the Junior category there too. And I shot 60 shot prone. That was the only event that I qualified for, and that was kind of the first kickstarter for me because our team actually got bronze 
Nice. So it was, it was so surreal to be on my first international trip and get a medal. Like right. that's, I think that's pretty unheard of. So yeah. that was really exciting and it kept me going. And then I guess every, and then the spring selection match of 2019, I, shot really well at so then that qualified me for three or four international matches Mm -hmm. and so that's been that was a really fun time too and then just recently i've gone to some junior matches um in el salvador in march and then i just got back from junior world championships and that was a really good turnout not only for me as a personal shooter but usa shooting really showed up there and then in a couple of weeks, I'll be going to Columbia for Junior Pan American Games. So I'm so ready, and I have a lot of experience under my belt. So it's, I, it sounds yeah. like it. That is a, a lot of experience for what are you, 18? Yep, I'm 18. Very nice. That, that's incredible to, to be shooting that many matches overseas at that age. It's just, that's wonderful to hear. Thank you. Katie, what has been your favorite international match to compete at, whether it be like rifle-related or the sites that you got to go see or just the experience with your teammates? Um, I would mm, – that's a hard one. <laughs> I would – the one that pops out to me the most would be the 2019 Junior World Cup in Seoul, Germany. I, th- I want to say it's because that was my first solo trip without my mom. <laughs> oh, um, but I there was a really good team who went, and I made a lot of really good friendships with all of them. And I didn't shoot the best, but I have so many memories, and we got to see a lot of a lot of parts of Germany. But then we also went to Austria for a training camp too. So seeing all that, it was it was an amazing trip. But like I said, all these trips are so they're oh, I have so many memories. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That's awesome. So Katie, tell us a little bit about why you chose to sign where you signed. Um, were there any other? I guess like was it was it a hard decision for you? Initially, before going into my official visits, it was a very hard decision for me. (laughs) And even my official visits, I mean, I definitely saw a lot in the schools that I went to. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but basically going to TCU, like the instant I got there, it felt like home to me, (laughs) which which was a very, I think of it as a very big sign. Oh, um, yes. And then not only that, but I'm, I, I go to a school where there's 80 kids only in seven through 12. <laughs> like that's it. So I go to a really small school. Right. Um, and so that small campus feeling was really big too. Um, So there was just little factors that played into it, but ultimately it just felt like home and I couldn't ask for anything better. Um, I think think that's the best feeling. And I we've talked to a couple people who, who have described their visit just like that. And, and I can say even whenever I visited Ole Miss as a G 
junior, I think, in high school, like, as soon as I stepped foot on campus, it felt like home, and I knew, like, this is where I need to be. And then, and I think, ultimately, like, that's what it comes down to, like, scholarship money, rifle programs, like, none of that matters in the end. It's just, like, you're going to step on foot on campus, and you know it's that's where you need to be for the next four or five years. So that's awesome. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, you did a, you did a great job of describing that, and and, and I I'll, I'll know I know this is is your your interview, but I'll never I'll never forget Harley saying the exact same thing when we left Ole Miss. She's like, Dad, mm-hmm. that's where I need to be. <laughs> so yeah, and I know my parents felt a lot of comfort in that because right. that's all they ask for too is that I feel comfortable and safe and yeah, right, all that. Right. Well, you you have to pick a college based on that because if you're not happy at the college if you go to a college just for the rifle team or just for the scholarship or just you know whatever other reason you're not going to be you're not going to want to be there and you're not going to mm-hmm. succeed so it sounds like you made an awesome choice and the and the right choice yes i feel very at peace with it so <laughs> very nice yes so katie let's um we'll, i'll try to wrap this up give as you know, we have a lot of juniors who listen to this podcast. Give the junior shooters some advice who are wanting to be in, you know, following your footsteps. Maybe not go to TCU, but shoot in college and sign, you know, next year. What what was what are some what's some advice that you can give them to make that step easier? Um, I would say just have fun with it and you know like you know what you want and like don't go somewhere for people I guess and just do a lot of research and do just do what makes you happy that's all you can ask for and you know you'll make the right choice and yeah everybody will support you no matter what very good advice Katie Katie what are you what are you majoring in I will be an elementary education major. Very good. Very good. Nice. Going to give back, yeah. huh? Katie, we have really appreciated having you on. I know this is a pretty quick conversation, but we just wanted to chat and see what your what your thoughts on signing were and just talk to you about your experiences. And hopefully in approximately 365 days, we can have you on and we can talk about your first fall season as a TCU Horned Frog. Yes. Oh, I would love it. Thanks Abs- for having me. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, we will have you back. I, I have a feeling that we're going to be highlighting your match scores quite a bit in the next coming four years. So, oh, like Harley you. said, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time out and um, spending a little bit of time with us. And good luck in your, in your future education and good luck at TCU. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. What a great interview with Katie. Thank you so much again, Katie. So next up, let's go to the phone lines and we've got Juliana Hayes on the line. She just recently signed with Old Miss. All right. So tonight on the phone line, we have Juliana Hayes from Maplewood, Minnesota. Welcome, Juliana. How are you? Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking your time out and, and chatting with us a little bit. Juliana just signed her national letter of intent with the Old Miss Rebels. Um, as y'all all know, we're kind of partial to Old Miss since Harley shot there. 
So congratulations. We try not to be. We try not to be. Okay. <laughs> we do try not to be, but yes, we are. So congratulations, Juliana, on that signing. Thank you. So Juliana, how did you get started shooting? My family always grew up around guns and stuff. Okay. Like my great grandma, we'd go out and shoot on the farm and stuff. And then one day in Minnesota, we have this thing called Game Fair, which is like a big fair for duck hunters and just like bird hunting and okay. dogs. Okay. And we just like to go to watch to see all the cute puppies and <laughs> shoot shotguns. Right. <laughs> um, but the Minnesota Center Shots has, well, all three clubs in Minnesota, rifle clubs, have a booth there. And they let you try out air rifles and just shoot at like splatter targets. Okay. And so I was like, yeah, let's try it. And I did. And on the back, it had all the different information. And so we called up one of the clubs and they had room. So I started at a club in Rochester, Minnesota. And that one wasn't quite a fit for me. So I moved to a different one called Gopher. And they were really good. They got me started. They got me really into it. And then I moved up to Minnesota Center Shots, and they really got me to where I am now. Very nice. If I'm not mistaken, are, are there a few girls at Ole Miss right now that shot with the Minnesota Center Shots? Um, there is one. Okay, okay. Yep. There's. It sounds familiar, so that's why I wanted to ask. Yep. Abby Bissler. Okay, and then her sister Dana and other sister Allie, they all shot with the center shots, correct? Correct. Okay, yes. cool. Yes, Dana's at Murray, and what's the younger sister's name? Allie, Allie is at Kentucky, actually. Kentucky, She's a yes. yes. And their parents are the coaches of that club, right? Yes, Bill awesome. is the head coach. Yes, awesome. So, Juliana, you also have some um, international experience, right? Yes, you I went to Peru. Peru, just just recently, huh? Yeah, I just got back a couple weeks ago. Awesome. So you placed 24th in three position and 36th in prone, which is not too shabby. Congratulations. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about that experience. That was super cool. It was my first international ever, actually, even just in general, but... Right specifically shooting as well okay it it was kind of a whirlwind because <laughs> it was kind of like here get to houston and we're getting on a plane and you're shooting the next day oh wow so we flew in i had a, had a couple practice days which was nice okay. and then yeah it was match day and learned a lot a lot of things that I will be doing different now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was really, it was overall really cool. I got to meet a lot of international people. I have a new German friend, and it's just really cool. And I got to learn a lot about shotgun, actually. Really? Yeah. I hung out with them for a little while. That is a whole different thing really <laughs> the trap shooters are crazy over that i don't even know <laughs> that's really funny actually that you say that so did so, y'all did y'all have any time to sightsee 
We got to on the last day. Did y'all? We kind of got locked down with COVID and stuff because we right. had to get tested every right. three days. And, yeah. But on our last day, we finally had our negative test to fly home. So we got to go walk around and see the beach and go to this little market. It was pretty cool. Cool. Very nice. Harley, I interrupted you while ago. What were you going to say? You're fine. Um, Juliana, tell us a little bit about what led to you deciding to sign your NLI with Ole Miss and kind of how that experience was for you. I know you said it's kind of a weight lifted off of your shoulders, but tell us everything leading up to that. Yeah, so I went on official there, and I, I went on a different one as well, but they – they just like stole my heart i loved it there when i (laughs) visited it felt a little bit like home like obviously mississippi is very different than minnesota right but kind of the nature felt similar because something i was really struggling with with some of the other schools is that it was very either flat or like there was no water anywhere and minnesota landed ten thousand lakes i can't go without something right (laughs) there is a lake pretty close to oxford and whenever i was there i know it's it's different now that i'm gone but there is a lake pretty close and i don't think it's going to compare to the minnesota lakes but there is a lake close by so you'll have to ask the girls to take you up there yeah i will (laughs) yeah and the team uh, was so great they welcomed me with open arms and I fit right in I felt like I was in my home team with them right we we certainly know that feeling huh Harley oh absolutely absolutely and JP and Marsha are such great coaches and they have so much knowledge so I'm excited for you to get to learn from them and meet the team and kind of just be engulfed by this Oxford Mississippi culture because it is unlike anywhere else I've ever been in my entire life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for a football game day. Oh, my gosh. You, (laughs) it is really something else, let me tell you. (laughs) Yep, yep. Juliana, can you kind of give us a little piece of advice for junior shooters who are going to be in your shoes in the next few months or the next few years? What could you tell them or what would you tell them if they want to kind of follow in your footsteps just believe in yourself like don't listen to other people there's going to be there's always going to be someone better there's it just happens but just believe that you can be right there with them and you can go as far as you want what great advice yeah i am speechless actually because that was (laughs) So that was really good advice. So thank you for that. I mean, honestly, like I might take that advice if you don't mind. Right. <laughs> um, not in the shooting world, but yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's awesome. Very good. Well, Juliana, thank you again so much. And I look so forward to following your career at Ole Miss the next four years. And I hope that we can have you on again and, you know, highlight you. We've been, we've been trying to highlight, uh, having some, you know, the top shooters of each week and and we'll try to get them on and highlight their match. And and I have a feeling that we will have you on quite a few more times in the next four years. Yeah, thank you for having me. Juliana, thank you and hottie toddy and I hope you have a great night. 
And thank you. So Juliana, uh, be sure and tell your parents from one parent to another to to enjoy those four years because it goes by so fast. I, I still, sure. I, 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 Facebook memories pop up and <clears throat> either Harley and I at the Grove or at a match or, and I was like, oh my goodness, I miss it so much. So yes, be sure and have your parents tell them, tell them to enjoy it and soak up everything that they can. Cause like I said, it goes real quick. <laughs> definitely will so thank you again Jelena thank you good luck okay everyone that is a wrap for this week's episode it was a little bit more lengthy than our normal episodes because of Katie and Juliana we thank so much for coming on to our podcast and talking to us we look forward to hopefully talking to them next year and the year after that and continuing to follow their careers um, as always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Aiming for Tens. We will talk to you guys next week.